0: Hi everyone, um so I'm Barona and um I'm with It's Child's Play. Um I know you heard from Diane last week and um you're going to hear from me this week. So I know Diane had given a really um a lovely story about her background and, and where she came from and about her family and also. So I'm gonna tell you all a wee bit about me. Um, anybody who knows me will know that I'm actually a very private person that might shock people because, you know, my face is always on our social media page. Um, but in my personal life and things, I would be I would be a very private person and wouldn't share a lot of information. Um, so I'll tell you a bit about my background. I have four other siblings. I have three brothers and one sister. And I grew up in a wee village. At that point, it's not a village now, but at the time it was a village out in the country. And I suppose I live, led a very sheltered life. Um, we. Well, in the streets playing, and I remember playing in our local glen all of the time, and we were allowed to do every piece piece of risk play that you can do. i done it when I was growing up. When I was eleven, I was sent into Belfast um to go to school, um secondary school, because it wasn't a local secondary school in our area, and I suppose that was my first sort of real culture of of being out in the big world, as I say. I actually, spoke about this at the world forum, um about um the culture shock it is when you when you come from a very small town and you're sent out. My parents were both very hard working parents. Um, My dad was a lorry driver and was away quite a lot of the time. And my mum had her own hairdressing salon out the back of our house. And my granny. Like practically lived with us. Um, she would always have been there. I don't ever remember my granny, not though. She stayed with us every weekend in life. She came on every holiday that we had. And she looked after us when my mum was working. Um, my mum also worked night shift up at the local international airport as well. And my Granny looked after us at nights when my mum worked. So my mum was our us throughout the day um to make sure and kept us from school and get us our dinner and all of that. Um so worked in the mornings and then worked around us. So um I suppose I never had to do tech or anything. I suppose I knew from a very young age I wanted to work with children and it's something I always I was always the first up to babysitting and um I suppose that's maybe having younger siblings as well. Um, I went, as I say, I went to St. Louis's on the Falls Road and, um, yeah, I didn't really, I wasn't one of those people who enjoyed school, school wasn't for me and um, I just wanted to be out working and, and you know, like I just didn't really, yeah, I had good fun at the time with my friends and all but, yeah. Um, at sixteen, I was ruined to go. I couldn't. I couldn't get wait to, to get left, and I wanted to go to college and and all of that. So I left, and I knew what I wanted to do. There was no arguments in that. I wanted to look after children. So I left, and I went and done my level two um, at Antrim um, College, which is now closed down. Um, really, I'm sure me age Um But I left there, and I went and done my placement. And my, place, my first placement, I was sent to uh, to Sleepy Hole, and. I loved it, like, working with all different age groups, and I especially loved working with the babies, and and I really, really enjoyed it. And as back then, when you were doing your um, qualifications, you had to go into different placements. So I remember you were there for a period of time, and then I was sent to the local primary school, which I didn't enjoy that much because you really didn't get working with the children hands on. I mean, I spent most of my placement back in books, uh, cleaning the. The blackboard, and um, I'm watching the children when the, when the teacher had her lunch. But that was really the only involvement. I'm watching paint pots, so that, that was seem to be the long thing that you don't. Understand. I suppose a lot of the people I'd done my course with really wanted to get into the classroom assistant day because they really wanted the eyes and the eyes were so good. But I couldn't. I can remember the end of my course and saying, where well, would you like to be? And I was like, I want to be in an usher. I just loved it. So back to Sleepy Hollow I went and um and I stayed there and I I loved it. And I was working at that point with our um older not the determines um and i was also working in a in my local youth club at night um so i worked alongside the girl who ran it but she had illnesses off and on so i was sort of running it quite a bit as well at this point diane and Nicola bought sleepy hollow and i can always remember there was a post coming up in the baby room and i wanted to work in the baby room that's where i wanted to be and i can remember phoning Diane to her house um One evening at 7 o'clock. So unprofessional, really. Like, now when I think back to it, because if, like, somebody phoned me at 7 o'clock, I'd be thinking, hello. But anyway, um, phoned her and said, I really want to work in the baby room. I can't get talking to you when you're in nursery. Can you please, can I go, please, work in the baby room? So um, they were um, like, yes, that's fine. I was going to ask you anyway. So, you know, so off I went. Loved it. Loved that area. And as I said, I was working there and also working the night. I then got... um, I then had started to get a wee bit fitchy feet and I'd been there for a while and I was thinking, I don't really know if this is for me and you know, you know, I think I want to do something different. I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I still this day think, you know, I can remember saying to one of my other friends and work at that point, I think there must have been a camera in this room or something, because I'd only said it to her my friend that morning, I think I'm not gonna change, but I don't know what. And within about half an hour then Nicolai called me into the office and said to me, um, that they, they were thinking of advertising a post about for management and they were going to put it out there and they were offering it out to everybody and they were having a conversation with everybody in the shade that day and it was for a personnel manager. Um, I can remember thinking, right, okay, I don't really know if I want to work in the office, but I thought, do you know what, I'm going to apply for it and see, just see what happens, see what happens next. So I applied with it along with a, long, a few others and um, it was a, you know, I got personal manager and um, so I worked in the baby room and i still worked in the baby room but I came out in the mornings to work in the office and then in the afternoon I was back in the baby room um, and I started to enjoy it and I was actually a bit surprised that I enjoyed it as much as I did. And I thought, right, okay. So at this point, Diane and the glad had opened their first wraparound car. And they had been invited to speak at a conference um, with employees for child care. And I always remember it was over in the Ramada Hotel over in Shoresbridge. And um, now we're going back now about 15 years. So, and then they asked me, would I come along and help at the stand? Because they were doing the talk. And I was like, yes, no problem. So I came along. And I can remember thinking, oh, this is this is really, like I've never been at anything quite like this. And that was really good. And at that point, we got inundated with inquiries and people really wanting to, um, to foster over the service. So at this point in nursery, we had sort of three managers. When I was the personnel manager. There was another girl who was sort of running front of House um, nursery, and then there was another manager who was running sort of back-of-house systems. So... Um, and uh, Nicolai opened opening more after-schools. So they decided at that point that they were going to um, condense the you nursery know, manager job down into one uh, m- and they wanted to offer out um, an area manager post. I remember going home and speaking to my mum and I remember said, oh, I don't know, you know, like I've always worked in nursery and I've loved nursery, but I loved after-schools too and I had, me and Nicolai had worked in the first after-schools we had opened in Common Primary coming uh, in community centre at that point and somebody else was now running that and I thought but do you really want to I don't know and I would have to learn how to drive and you know there's, oh, there's so many barriers and um, I can remember my mum saying to me go for it I mean just go for it what's the worst that can happen so I remember applying for both, and I thought, I'll just apply for both, and I'll see what happens. So I applied for both, and I can remember going, for the interviews was on Saturday morning, and I remember going round for the interviews, and I was so nervous, like, for that whole weekend. And I remember thinking, well, it'll be fine, because, like, you know, they're like, on the panel, I know them, you know, Well. You know, I'll just keep looking at them when I'm on show and I'll be fine. I didn't quite work out like that because my name was complete strangers who I've never seen again in my life. I actually don't know who them people were where they came out of, but they were complete strangers. And I can remember thinking like, oh no, this is not good. And um I went on the I went and and the interview seemed to take forever because it was three tasks for each position, plus then an interview afterwards. So of course I had applied for both, I had to complete six tasks and then the interview was for about an hour. I'd seem to be talking forever. And I can remember coming out of it and one of the other girls who was coming in for the one of the posts was like, Well, and I can remember I couldn't even speak, I just thought oh, I have no idea what it just happened to. So about a week passed nothing. Nobody knew anything nothing. I must have been sad and I remember thinking, oh, this is not good. And on the Friday afternoon, Diane called me in, uh, her Nicolae called me in and said they would like to offer me the area manager post. Which, like, I was so, I was actually so overwhelmed because I remember thinking, oh, I don't know, like, I, I, one, I don't know how, how what I meant to be doing, and two, I need to learn how to drive and um and how, how did I get to Belfast like how did I get there from Cromwell so I eventually got my driving test and I can remember for about the first two weeks there I used to have to meet me at different stages the whole way down on Sound Hill to get me to Belfast until I eventually learned how to get there um so yeah so, so like I, now I know how to drive around Belfast 15 years later but, yeah, delighted. And now I have done the up over when I was 16th after school. And when we look back now, we talk about this and we think, oh my God, how did we get to this point? You know, yeah, it, was, it was a lot of hard work. Um, But in my personal life, in my personal life, I had lost both my parents when I, um, when I was quite young. I was 20 when I lost my dad. And I was 33 when I, I lost my mom. And I was 35 when I lost my grandma. So, I suppose in my personal life, I, I had a lot to deal with, um, but I think that makes you a stronger person, and, and you know, when I do. You know, you come through experiences, and um, yeah, it's it, it, you know, if you don't, you know, I say so you have to keep swimming, sort of, yeah, you know. So um, yeah, I do, I do believe it. It, it made me the person I am today. Um, so. We went on, and as you know, we have now wrote our book. We talked about this for a long period of time. Oh, let's write a book. Like, let's write a book. We can write about everything, um, which we did, and we were so proud of. Um, I suppose my biggest achievement to date is speaking at the World Forum in China. I mean, there was nothing quite like this. Um, if if Diane was with me today, she'd be telling me the story, like, of, of me in the toilet. Um, obviously, we're in the same room, um, but... I, well, I couldn't sleep the night before my presentation, I just I just couldn't sleep and I was trying to rehearse it and rehearse it in the head because I'd been and seen the other people talking so I knew you know like I said I'm very high caliber of people talking here and um, I was rehearsing and rehearsing it and as then comes to use the bathroom in the middle of the night like and I'm rehearsing in the bathroom over and over again and I think I nearly got the, the poor God, but yeah, it was the it was the biggest achievement that I have to say to date in, in our um in our careers and it was just wonderful to mix with seventy one definitions. Um now you know, I suppose as well I don't know, looking back over over my career so far, um, I suppose I don't look upon it as a job. I think that's that's me. I'm very very passionate about what i do um i manage over 100 staff every day um as i say we're 16 settings we have our early childhood center up in Crumlin, and this isn't this isn't a job to me i don't get out of bed in the morning saying oh here we'll go again um i get out of the i get out of bed and energize i'm very i'm ready for work um because i i love i love what i do and and yeah, and I think when I look at what we do and when I'm looking at staff and we're helping staff and we're doing different team buildings and all of that, I'm thinking, you're helping these people help and shape the doors of tomorrow. And it's such a rewarding job. And would nobody, I don't think, on this year, in working in the sector, you really get that. It's so rewarding. Every day you go home thinking, I have done something really good or I have I've made a difference somewhere to somebody. Um, You know, so, yeah, so I really, really love my job. Um. In also, my personal life—I have a—I have a daughter, and um, she's turning four next month. And she—she she is all worried. She's off to preschool in, in September, and um, and we just adore her. But yeah, I think yeah, I think I suppose I'm very lucky. I suppose not a lot of people in their, in their lives can say they're very lucky with what they have. I'm very lucky. Um, I have a wonderful family. Um, I'm very extremely close to my siblings. Um which uh, I am very lucky, even though we all live sort of all over, you know, we're very close, always in touch with each other. Um as I've said before, I have a wonderful I have a wonderful career. I, I love my career. Um but what makes it so much easier is working alongside Dan every day, He's not just my colleague. I mean, I would say my dad's one of my bestest friends. We have been through so much together in the last 18 years. We've seen each other's kids grow up, or we've seen, we've been through just up and down and, you know, just put me um, through my mum down, my grandmother down, and all the stuff that's going on in each other's lives. Um, and when you're working so closely with somebody all day, where you don't argue or you don't fight or you don't, you know, yes, we, we disagree at times, but we talk it out, don't we? And if anything, it's good, healthy debating. Um, but when you can come and just have a casual chat, you know, nothing's ever, no matter what happens, if... if I mess up doing something or I mess it up doing something. We can always talk to each other and say, Oh, God, right? Oh, God, right? Let, what have we done? right, like, Let me see how can we fix this? Right? We can fix it this way. We can fix it that way. Um, and we're always there to support each other no, no matter what. So to have that working relationship with somebody you work so closely with all of the time is it, it, excellent. Um, and as I say, we're going from strength to strength uh, every every day in our career. You know, we're looking at the next, what, where will we go to next? What's our next venture? Where do we go to? Um, as you all know, we're opening up in Dublin in September. October and we're thinking we're too you know we're working alongside the girls from the um curiosity approach you're just wonderful ladies and they remind me and Diane so much of each other you know when we're together that when the four of us are together because I mean we all just all bounce off each other um so it's wonderful to be networking with with people like that in, in the sector never mind the people in Northern Ireland who we network with all of the time So I suppose, as I say, I'm very, very lucky in my life because, as I say, I have a wonderful, wonderful family at home. I have wonderful siblings and I'm so lucky to be in a career that is not a job to me. Um, That you know, when I first started working, I only worked a three and a half day week. I used to work. On a, a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and a half day on a Friday, and you would never have got me to work the Friday afternoon and a Monday, um, no matter what was happening. If the building was falling down around me, I would have walked out of that one o'clock on a Friday to what I am now. To that, I can't even. I wouldn't hardly even take my holidays. Diana, <laughs> me, so i get about you need to take me holidays. You know, and even when I'm on holidays, I'm still phoning every day, I'm wanting to check in and wanting still to be part of what is happening. Um, so when you that content in your life that you can go off and still be phoning and, and it doesn't bother you the slightest I think you're very very lucky you know so I hope anybody listening is, in, is sitting there thinking that's how I feel about my career and I'm very lucky to be in that career as well because when you're looking after children you we should count ourselves the lucky ones and, and as I said, you know, when you can be so content in life, that's it's wonderful. So hopefully you all enjoy listening about my story. And uh, you'll hear from me and Diane back together again um, next week. Thanks, now.